0: This is Friday, February 23rd. Never felt like you were made a scapegoat? That the problem of a group or a team, maybe at work, or maybe even in your family, that the problems were placed upon you? This week we're learning how Jesus has defeated the powers of evil in his cross and resurrection, and how we see the power of Jesus as he drives the impure spirit from a man he meets on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Here's what happened. This is Mark chapter 5, verse 6 to 10. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. Now the man comes to Jesus, as we've learned, in a posture of worship. But he also seems frightened of Jesus and what Jesus might do to him. Jesus converses with the man, with the impure spirit, and asks him his name. And the impure spirit says that his name is Legion, This conversation has deep significance because in the world of Jesus, to have and use someone's name gives you a sense of power over them. Notice that that man says to Jesus, In God's name don't torture me. You see, even the impure spirit is invoking the name of God to try and protect himself. But of course, Jesus is God. The name legion means many and was taken from the name of a fighting unit in the Roman military, the most basic fighting unit. A legion could be anywhere from two to 6,000 warriors. Why this impure spirit, and why this place? Well, the place is called the Garazines in our text. That's where this man is living in the tombs, and it is located near what is called, or in, the Decapolis, or what that means, the Ten Towns. These ten towns established by the Romans became the location of a Roman garrison where Roman legions would come and go. The terror of the legions that the people in the ten cities experienced is actually revealed in the man. He has become a mere image of the community in which he is living, reflecting the experience and grief and pain of the people. In a sense, He has become an outlet for their pain. That is why the impure spirit begged Jesus not to send him out of the region. He represents the character of that region with all the sadness and strife created by the presence of the Roman legion with its brutality and oppression. Now you say, why is this important for us to know? How can this help us? Well, this is a way that evil can find a foothold in our world. We fail to take seriously the pain and distress that we're living in. We try to tamp it down, and it can burst out somewhere else. Take, for example, this story. It comes from a pastor named Walter Wink. He said, When I was a pastor near Galveston, Texas in the early 1960s, the local press carried the story of Major Claude Etherly, the navigator of the plane that dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. He had been involved in a series of petty crimes which he committed apparently for the sole reason of getting himself arrested and was now in the Galveston jail. The newspaper dismissed him as suffering from a personal guilt complex. My own reaction was to want to go and visit him and try to communicate to him God's forgiveness. He was later committed on the expert witness of psychiatrists to a mental institution on the grounds of lunacy. They did well, for he carried in his heart a bomb that could have exploded and shattered all our sleep. He had been trying to make the nation face the immorality of this act in which he had played a small but significant part. Failing that, he sought by increasingly bizarre behavior to see that at least he was punished. As Bertrand Russell, the philosopher, swung to his defense, he said, The world was prepared to honor him for his part in the massacre, but when he repented, it turned against him, seeing in his act of repentance its own condemnation. This man etherly had legion within him as well, did he not? And it was destroying him with guilt. Now, I want to return to the man with the legion of demons that Jesus meets. Evil often seizes moments like this, moments when human beings refuse to face the grief in their lives, moments when there is no admission of sin and guilt, and they find expression there. Now, I'm not trying to frighten you, but we need to see that sin and guilt and grief in our world will find an outlet, in a sense. Etherly became a scapegoat for his own people, And this is what happened with the man Jesus set free. This is why the community comes out and tells Jesus to leave their region. Now that that man is free, they will have to face the truth of what they're going through. Will they be forced to deal with their pain? And that brings us back to personal application. To see that Jesus can and does set this man free and Jesus does the same for us. As we come to him, as that pastor wanted to visit etherly, we find forgiveness in Jesus and a deep release from sin and guilt and from the powers of darkness at work in our world. And this is the good news of the gospel and the reason Jesus has come. The good news that in Christ our sins are forgiven. Our sins are separated from us as far as the east is from the west. This is so clearly Captured as Jesus frees this man, he does so by simply speaking, come out of this man. In the historical record is what have, of what, is oft, what have been called exorcisms, there's always the invoking of a higher power. This is what the Legion tries to do with Jesus, but Jesus is the higher power. He is God, and he simply frees the man in the same way he calmed the storm on the sea And This is our hope in the storm that evil brings into our lives. Jesus can and does free us through his love. Let's pray. God of grace and comfort, we thank you for the freedom that is ours in Christ. We come before you today in repentance and confession. We need your power at work in our lives and your Holy Spirit to fill us. Give us your peace, for in the name of Jesus we pray, amen. (music)